Hey, how's everybody doing today? Um, I wanted to talk to you about a couple things out of Psalm 15 today. And so I'm just going to read it to you first. It's a short psalm. Um, Verse 1. Who may worship in your holy sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. Those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent. Such people will stand firm forever. You know, so many times we, when we read scripture, we oftentimes see it on a broader context than maybe what the scripture intends. You know, we think about it in terms of, oh, yeah, well, there's this group of people and that group of people, and how does this apply to them? Well, nearly always when the, when the Word's uh, given directions about actions and, and uh, how we're supposed to live and how we're supposed to represent the Lord, it's always in a very personal level. You know, that, that first part, it says, who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? And, and it's those who um, lead blameless lives and do what is right. Now, our blameless life comes from the the life that Jesus lived on our behalf, but it does not excuse us from doing our best to live a blameless life. You know, that, that verse that says, be holy as I'm holy is still true and still applies to us today, just as it did um, in old Testament days. But if you, you look at right, right after that part where it says lead blameless lives, and then it says, okay, what does that mean? And then it gives an explanation. It says those who refuse to gossip, you know, and gossip is um, something that we do about people that we're close to, people that are in our circle, people that we we know or we're around, or maybe we don't know real well, but they're still in our circle. So be careful about repeating things, you know. And gosh, if there was ever a time where we really need to be careful about what we repeat, it's now because so much of the information that you get, even even a lot of times about people. Um, you know, that, that you have contact with comes through social media or other means. And so often it's just not right. Um, <clears throat> and so that's why we have to be careful about what we repeat. You know, number one, it may not be appropriate to repeat it. Number two, if you don't know, don't repeat it. You know, and that's really a simple thing. But it still comes down to, to what, are, what are you doing around you? Then it says those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors. You know, it's not talking about, <clears throat> in, a, in a global sense, sure, you know, people who live in other, other countries are our neighbors in the sense that, you know, if we can help them, we should help them. But when it's talking here, it's talking about the people that we come in contact with, that we have, that are in our sphere of influence or we're in theirs. And so it's talking about neighbors in the sense of um, the, the people that we interact with every day. And then it says, or speak evil of their friends. <clears throat> you know, that we need to be careful. Um, you know, sometimes people out of a, a sense of um, insecurity or whatever will, will say things to tear someone down to make themselves look better. But tearing someone else down doesn't ever raise you up. You know, it's all, it always um, diminishes both of you in the eyes of the person that you're talking to. Now, <clears throat> all these things are about, are simple things. You know, don't, don't talk about other people. Don't, don't spread negative things about them. Don't speak evil over them. Um, don't harm your neighbors. Don't harm the people that are around you. You know, do your best to be considerate, to be kind. You know, when you're at Walmart, put your cart back in the 
cart corral. You know what I'm saying? Don't leave it out there where somebody gets runs into it, or, or uh, you know that's uh, <laughs> you know it's a real simple thing. But be be kind and be considerate. You know, don't um, uh, when you're when you're out there around and you know you can use that. Well, I'm just doing what's best for my family. Do things that are best for everybody. You know, and if it means an extra step or two or or extra effort on your part to try to help someone else, then then do it. You know, be be kind, be courteous. You know, and then here's one of the exceptions. This is those who despise flagrant sinners are also people, you know, that, that can enter the, the presence of the holy hill um, and keep their promises even when it hurts. You know, when you give your word about something, you ought not have to have a contract. It ought to be the person that you're telling that to should know that that's as good as done, no matter what. And keep your promises even if it hurts. You know, and there's times I've agreed to do things that later on I thought, man, I wish I hadn't agreed to do that. But I agreed to do it, so I did it. <clears throat> you know, and uh, we need to be people that, people that keep our word. Now, what is it talking about those who despise, despise flagrant sinners? You know, there, there is, when you know someone and they are um, openly living in rebellion to God's word, there is value in continuing to love them, continuing to reach out to them, but taking their side and trying to excuse their behavior is not loving towards them, and it puts you on the side of flagrant sinners. Everybody sins, but there's a difference between somebody that, no matter how many times they do it, they fall, they, they recognize they've fallen, they, they confess it, they get up and they try to move on. And then the person that just says, yeah, I'm just, I'm doing this, I don't care. I, I mean, I know it's wrong, but I'm doing it anyway. That's what you call a flagrant sinner. Or someone who tries to say, well, I don't care what, you know, if the Bible, that, that's not for me. I, I can do whatever. Be careful about befriending being a friend to a flagrant sinner. Now, should we be friendly towards them? Should we be willing to help? Should we continue to love them? Absolutely. But be careful. There, you know, sometimes you need to put a little distance between yourself and someone else. Because number one, if you don't, it's going to wash off on your testimony, and it's also lending tacit approval to what they do. So be careful about that. You know, sometimes there needs to be a time of separation even in a relationship. Um, you know, it, it doesn't mean that you're not available for them. Hey, man, I'm, I'm here. You know, you ever want some help? To change your course, I'm available for you, but I'm not going to help you go down this path. You know, it's destructive and it's wrong. So be careful about your associations. And then those who lend money without charging interest, um, those who are generous to those around them, and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent, such people will stand firm forever. You know, there's, a, there's really a lot about just being a person of your word, being a good friend, being trustworthy, somebody that um, uh, can be counted on to, to do what they say. And that if you tell them something in confidence because you need them to pray about it, that you know they're not going to go repeat it, that they're on your side and that they'll, they'll gather around you and hold your secrets and love you anyway. And then also people that are willing to give tough love. Hey, you know what? I love you, but I can't. I'm not going to participate in this. I'm not going to help you do something that I know is, is against God's will and you know is against God's will and that is destructive to you and your family and the people around you. I'm not helping you. You know, I, I love you and I'll help you out of it, but I'm not going to help you in it. And those are people that you can count on.
You know, I've had people come to me through the years and sometimes they, one of the things they tell me is, you know, I wanted, I came to ask you because I knew you'd tell me the truth no matter what it was. And that tells me two things right away is that number one, they wanted somebody to tell them the truth. And number two, they haven't made up their mind about it. And that's a big deal, you know, and be that kind of person that people can trust to tell the truth. You know, it's not my job to condemn them. It's not my job to tell them what to do. It's just my job to tell them what the truth is. And then after that, they have to choose. So the, the person that you are to the people closest around you, you know, your family and then your friends and then your, the people that you work with, the people that um, you encounter on a daily basis, that's who you really are. That's the greatest judge about who you are. You know, and it's not what stand you took on this or what you might have said 10 years ago. It's who you are. And so be the kind of person that others can count on. Be that kind of friend. Be that kind of um, neighbor to people. And th those are character qualities that will help you stand firm in difficult times and will also give you a platform and an opportunity to share the goodness of God with those around you. So I'd encourage you to read through that psalm. Um, and I hope you have a great day and hope to see you this Sunday, either online or in person. And uh, have a great week and God bless.